Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start with the Blueberry Games. I'm going to go in order as far as the weekend is concerned. Uh, number one, of course, is the Dolphins, who will play early. And, you know, we discussed this already this week. Why the NFL put Miami in Kansas City? I know Peter mentioned the idea that, you know, Kansas City's got to play every few years in Frankfurt. They sort of, quote-unquote, own the rights there. And you can't play a divisional game there, which I did not know because the divisional team doesn't want to travel all that way. I think you should play the Chiefs in Frankfurt. I think it's a big advantage for the Chargers, Broncos, and or Raiders because it's not a home field. You're not going to sit there and tell me that playing in Frankfurt is harder than playing in Arrowhead. Sorry, you're not going to tell me that. And if you're worried about travel, they got to travel too. So to me, that's almost a neutral field, but if that is the rule that the divisional opponent doesn't have to decide to play there, I don't know where they were going to find an opponent. I would let them play the Bears there. But playing Miami there, when everybody knows before the year began with Miami with their offense and McDaniel and, of course, to re-kill and if Tua was healthy we all knew that they would score if the quarterback didn't have uh, concussion issues and uh, you know that's exactly for the most part against the bad teams that they have done and that game at 9.30 in the morning is a very tricky situation at 9.30. Now I'm not I'm going to be okay Sunday because I'm going to pick and choose and I'm not going to be there late in the day as I would maybe normally be Uh, so I'll be there early in the day but Sunday if you're one of those couch potatoes who can't get nothing but football uh, and you know you're not into picking apples out there at the farm with the three kids which I don't blame you uh, you know you're going to have a big game at 9 30 and have a big game at 9 30 at night with Buffalo and Cincinnati so and Dallas and Philadelphia at 4 30 so you got a good scenario of the NFL the other games all day stink they're terrible uh, awful awful football the Seattle Baltimore is okay but for the most part the games are terrible but the game at 9 30 is good the game at 4 30 is good and the game at 8 30 is good so you can look at it from that perspective but uh, to me this is a very big game for Miami and again why this game is there I mean it's ridiculous to put this game one of the marquee games in the AFC and sticking this game in Frankfurt doesn't make any sense not to mention all the AFC matchups that are on primetime spots Tennessee Pittsburgh last night that's not a big game but still it's the Steelers and then you have Buffalo Cincinnati and then the Jets and the Chargers so Sean McManus was probably on the phone all week with the assistant to Goodell I'm sure Goodell didn't even bother getting to the phone yelling and screaming how did you give me the garbage where I got to send Ian and Charles Davis to Tampa and Houston? And he's right. I mean, in Indianapolis and Carolina for the Screamer Holland. I mean, that is rough television for CBS. But again, let's get away. Let's not get away from the theme. And that is uh, pressure pack scenarios for the Dolphins. They got to show me that they can be very competitive and in the game against a real good team. You want to give them a little break against the Eagles? I don't. But if you want to give them a little break, they had some offensive line issues in that game and some injuries. Uh, they still lost by two touchdowns. They were annihilated by Buffalo. Most of their wins this year have come against the garbage and that includes Denver with 70. The Giants are awful. I mean, they have not had a very difficult schedule. Carolina, I go on and on. Their schedule has been, you know, the Patriots twice. I mean, they really have beaten nobody and until they go out there and, you know, even adjust in the fourth quarter. Now, you want to tell me the Eagle game was competitive? Eh, You know, they still lost by two touchdowns. They couldn't stop Philly 
late in the game when Philly was driving to put the game away. They had no opportunity to stop him. I mean, they went right down the field on him with some fourth, fourth down tush plays, the push-tush, and of course, A.J. Brown, a touchdown. I mean, they did really nothing. I mean, they were competitive. They had a pick six, and so the game was 17-all, but you know, I, and at the end of the day, in the last five minutes, that game was not competitive, and the same thing goes for the Buffalo game. So the Chiefs, to me, uh, yeah, this is a competitive spot, and I think they play well off that loss. So if I'm Miami, I would think that the Dolphins, if there's a chance to say that they belong in the upper echelon in the AFC East, I mean, what better way to prove that than against the Chiefs and beat them? And Kansas City coming off a loss, and they're going to have their antenna up. The Chiefs are going to be feisty. They lost in Denver. The quarterback played badly. They had five turnovers in the game. Uh, they fumbled. They threw interceptions. They muffed a punt. They're out on downs. They played badly. And Denver is not exactly the 66 Packers. So from that standpoint, uh, you know, uh, that's a bad one for Andy Reid to swallow. I guess Mahomes wasn't feeling well. So they should get Kansas City's A game. And let's see what Miami is up to here. And if they can stick around with five minutes to go and have a chance to win. I mean, let me see that for Miami before I'm convinced that Miami is a big time team. So they are number one as far as the prove it variety is concerned. The Dolphins, who I think are a little fraudulent. I don't trust them. And I think if you put a little pressure on uh, Tua, which you think Miami could do that. They got a good de- I mean, Kansas City could do that. They got a good defense. He'd go crazy going after the quarterback, Spagnola. He'd come up with some good schemes. And so as a result of that, let me see Miami hang in there, block well, keep Tua upright, use to re-kill, and be, you know, ahead in the fourth quarter. Let me see that before I'm convinced that the Dolphins are a big-time team. And let me see Dallas win a game. They're proving game number two. Let me see him and Dak. Let me see the combination of McCarthy and Prescott, let me see them go to Philadelphia and win a big game. I mean, that's as all there is to it. And the Cowboys are always going to be in this situation until they go out there in San Francisco, in Philadelphia, against a quality opponent away from Texas Stadium and Jerry's joint. Let me see them go out there and win a big football game against a big-time team. I know the Eagles, a lot of people think they're vulnerable, uh, not as good as they were a year ago. A lot of close games, fortunate in some scenarios. New England, a couple of games against Washington. That might be all, you know, true and dandy, but they're 7-1. And Hurts is hobbling around. I understand that, but he's played very, very well. They've scored points. Uh, you know, they haven't had a ton of home games. They haven't had their bye week yet. They are comfortable. They're in first place. They got a two-game lead on San Francisco for, you know, home field throughout the postseason in the NFC. They're still ahead of Dallas. Uh, if they win this week, they'd be two and a half ahead of Dallas. Let me see the Cowboys for a change under McCarthy. Let me see them on the road against a quality team go out there and win the game. No close, close, close encounters doesn't count. They got buried in San Francisco last year. They lost this year. They got buried. They don't beat the Niners. They have trouble in Philadelphia. Let me see Dallas, a record of five and two, a game and a half back of the Eagles who are seven and one because they haven't had their bye yet. Let me see the Cowboys walk into Philadelphia win the game. And if you look at Dallas, if they ever win this game, you know, Dallas has a chance to have a great run here in the NFC East because Dallas's schedule is conducive to winning the next three games. So if the Cowboys ever could win this week, and I don't think they will, but and I'm surprised it spreads only a field goal, but if Dallas ever could win this week, 
Their next three games are the Giants, Carolina, and Washington on Thanksgiving. I mean, they could be very well 9-2 and two after 11 games. With uh, Then they got a tough part. You know, after that, they play Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, and Miami, and Detroit. So their next five games after, um, uh, you know, near the end of the year are tricky. And then they play out Washington, which is never easy for them. But uh, let me see them go out there and beat Philadelphia. They came back off their bite last week, and they killed the Rams. Uh, they're up 33-3. to They didn't blink. Uh, but the real test for them is finally going out there winning a road game in Philadelphia. Now, listen, Philadelphia doesn't win in Dallas either. Don't get me wrong. Philadelphia's had a lot of trouble in Dallas. But if you look at it, I'm going to look at it right now just for the hell of it because I don't even know. But if you look at the uh, Dallas-Philadelphia scenario, when's the last time Dallas won a game in Philadelphia? I bet you it's been forever. Let's see. The last time last year in Philadelphia, Eagles won. Uh, they won two years ago in uh, the last game of the year. Uh, in 20, the Eagles 23-9. In 19, the Eagles 17-9. Last year, the Eagles 26-17. Uh, in 16, the Eagles won 27-13. So most of the time, the Cowboys have trouble there. Let me see them win the game before I think the Cowboys can actually represent the NFC uh, in Vegas there in February. So this is a big game for them. That's prove it game number two. Prescott McCarthy on the road in that environment against a 7-1 Eagle team, even though he is hobbled hurts. Let me see the Cowboys win. And then number three would be Buffalo. And they're at night. Let me see the... Let me see the, uh, the the Bills, who have not played well, even a game against Tampa, they allowed an easy performance. They were up, you know, basically the whole game, 10-0, 24-10, uh, and they had to hold on for dear life. If Godwin had turned around at the right time on that Hail Mary eight days ago, they may have lost because, uh, you know, they would have gone for two. They got it. They ended up losing 24-16. They could have lost that game. Uh, they not could have. They would have. That's right, because the Hail Mary came when they only were down um, – uh, what, what was the final score? 24-16? No, it's 24-18. Sorry. So they would have lost because they got the two-point conversion off the deflection on the touchdown prior to that. So if, in fact, that they uh, did throw the ball in the end zone and if Godwin did turn around, uh, Bucks would have won. And so the Bills, who have not played well for about a month, they did not play well in losing to Jacksonville. That was in Europe. We gave them a little bye there because of the fact that they had beaten Miami the week before. A little flat. They had to fly across the con- – a lot of injuries, fly across the pond. Jacksonville had been sitting there. All right, you want to give them that one? Uh, you know, all right, give it to them. Should have lost the Giants. They lost to New England and didn't play well against Tampa. So in their last four games, they were fortunate to win two of them. So let me see Buffalo, who has not played well at 5-3. and three. Their schedule will be very difficult. Their schedule, uh, you know, really in the middle of this month is hard. They play at Philly, at Kansas City, at the Chargers, and Dallas. So they will have their hands filled. They do trail Miami in the AFC East. They have a chance to tie them this week because you got to figure Miami may not, may not beat Kansas City. So if Buffalo can win the Monday night game, or I should say the Sunday night game on the road in Cincinnati, they would have the tiebreaker and be in first place in the AFC East. And Buffalo last year, they had the, her- the horrific scenario with Hamlin, but then Cincinnati walked into Buffalo there in the playoff game and, you know, routed them at 27-10 as the Bills were flat as a pancake. 
So let me see the Bills go in there right now as we hear a little jingle with Mad Dog. Let me see the Bills go into Cincinnati, a team that, you know, feels very good about themselves last uh, right now. You know, they convincingly beat San Francisco on the road, 31-17. Burrow fresh as a daisy. He's healthy. Let me see Buffalo walk into Cincinnati and win the game. They have not played really that well for about a month. Uh, you know, something appears to be a little out of, out of sorts with the Bills. They made a trade. They get a defensive back from Green Bay. Uh, you know, the spread's probably about three. Let me see Buffalo go into Cincinnati and win a game before I think Buffalo can go out there and represent their conference in Vegas in February as well. So to me, Miami and the Bills and Dallas, those three are in very interesting spots. Those are by far the best games this week. They're spaced out properly. Seattle and Baltimore is not a bad game either. So the NFL this week will give you four decent games. I didn't see it last night, but, you know, Minnesota, Atlanta, uh-uh. Arizona, Cleveland stinks. Watson will start. Rams and Green Bay, who knows on Stafford. Tampa, Houston, no thank you. Washington, New England's awful. Bears and the Saints is awful. Indianapolis and Carolina is unwatchable. Giants and Vegas is unwatchable. It should be a wonderful Sunday drive for Steve. But the 930 game, the 425 game, and the 820 game are good. And all three of those games involve teams and really theoretically all three are on the road because Miami is a road game, road team against Kansas City. But all three of those are in road scenarios with a little something to prove. We shall see if they can do it. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.